Hey, listeners, hello to episode three of the Stuck on Purpose podcast. This is your host, Jim Washock, and I have a very important question that you've probably never thought of before that uh, I want to pose to you today and hope that you can answer by the end of this uh, episode. And that is, are you free to die? Let that sink in for just a moment, because uh, again, you've probably have never had this question asked of you before, and you're probably quite confused by what I mean. Are you free to die? Or are you stuck on just being alive, stuck on surviving? And the point of this question is basically to suggest us or, or to highlight the fact that, well, there's, there's obviously an end game for each and every one of us. We know what that is. We just don't know when, where, how, so forth. But we know it's going to happen. There's going to be a passing on. And my question to you, are you free to die, is not intended to be a morbid one. It's just tended to be a, it's, it's intended to be one of action. It's intended to be one of decision, of purpose. It's to help you get a sense of, oh, yeah, someday I'm going to die. And have, if that were tomorrow, if, if today was the last day of my life, do I feel free enough to pass on in the sense that I have, I fulfilled my purpose? Am I, is my life what I want it to be? And that's a, obviously a very important question. And, and so when we, when we think of that quote unquote destination and whether that's the destination we want to end up in and if, if, if how we want it to look, that can certainly help influence our now and our tomorrows. It can't do anything about our past. So we're not going to freak out about our past, right? We're going to be looking ahead. We're going to be looking at the now and we're going to be seeing what can we do today tomorrow to ensure that we feel free to die. And again, this is not meant to be morbid. This is meant to be life-giving because I want to, I'm going to share a quote with you uh, that I think will help uh, set the tone for this a little bit is, and this is from a Hunter Thompson, who is the happier man? He who has braved the storm of life and lived or he who has stayed securely on shore and merely existed. Which would you prefer? Do you want to be, do you want to brave the storms and live? Or do you want to just merely exist? And so to me, that's the difference between being free to die and not free to die. Because I think many times, you know, we always hear that, all right, most everyone is fearful of death. I don't know that we're so much fearful about the, the process of dying or the event of dying. I think we're fearful of dying where we're at now. We don't like the idea of potentially today, tomorrow being the end of our existence and where we have left things. So that begs the question, well, if we don't make today different than yesterday, if we don't make tomorrow different from today, why should we expect that our last day is going to be any different from now? Logically, that won't be the case, right? We'll just continue running in the hamster wheel our last day will be end up being very similar today unless we answer this ask and answer this question now are we free to die and so in the last episode episode 2 of the stuck on purpose podcast i i posed the idea of writing your eulogy um but i didn't do so under the 
context of today's question, I did so as an aid to helping you to define what is your, what are you to be known for? What is that few words or that sentence, almost like your tagline if you were a brand, that you would use to describe yourself and that others should be able to easily understand and even repeat back and it makes sense to them? And so I was challenging you as a listener uh, in episode two. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. Like all these episodes are under 15 minutes, so it's a quick listen. Even put your podcast player in double speed and it'll go even faster. Um, but I cha- I, I, at that point, I was challenging listeners, what are you known for? Define those few words that identify who you are, who you want to be known for. And I, I said, basically, if you couldn't think of anything, write your eulogy because if you kind of write a narrative about what you want your life to look like, if you were to look back on it, then out of that, you would likely find that sentence or those few words that would then define, kind of summarize all of that. Uh, what is the title for your book, so to speak? Um, so my recommendation to write a eulogy in the last episode was unrelated to my recommendation to write one now. Uh, but now even more so, I think it's even more important than my last podcast to do so. And, and, and personally, here's why. So last night, I stayed up way too late, and I wasted more than an hour of potential sleep time playing games on my phone. Now, the reason why I was because I was mentally, I was trying to work late at night, and I was mentally blocked. And I was, um, I was challenged. My mind was saying, my body was saying, go to bed. My mind was saying, I'm not ready to yet. And so I thought, okay, let me do something to kind of take my mind off, off work and try to change the game uh, by playing a game. And I was hoping that would kind of just free me up. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to play a level or two, 10 minutes, more than an hour and 10 minutes later. It's way past when I should have gone to bed, haven't gotten any more work done, and I was quite disappointed in myself having done that, but more so the next morning. So this morning I get up and I'm reflecting on the fact that I had done all that gaming that I didn't really need to do, and this whole idea of what I mentioned in the previous podcast episode of writing a eulogy popped in my mind again, and I was like, you know what, I do not want my eulogy being read by someone someday to say, well, Jim played games on his phone. He could have done other things. He could have changed the world. He could have invested more time in his business, in his, in other people. He could have spent more time with his family. Yeah, I know they were all in bed at that point, but the, the, the timing is irrelevant. Um, there were so many other more productive things that Jim could do, but, you know, he chose to play games on his phone. Uh, I do not want that to be my eulogy. And so when I got up this morning and this thought crossed my mind, I decided, you know what? I'm going to remove every game on my phone. I'm not going to allow anyone there because if they're not there, then I'm not tempted to play. And uh, so, uh, and I knew that would work because I had to do this many, 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 many years ago before really mobile devices were a thing and mobile gaming was a thing. And I was doing a master's degree while full-time employed, while having kids uh, and taking it online. And games on my computer were a real distraction to me then. And I literally had to have my wife hide my gaming DVDs so that I would not play games. And so removing temptation is a big help. In fact, that should be a future episode of this podcast because uh, temptations and distractions as a whole certainly help keep us stuck 
uh, from our purpose. So that's a great, uh, I'm going to have to jot that one down. But getting back to the point of episode three, there is a, uh, another quote that I would like to uh, share with you. And this is one that uh, you may have heard before and, uh, or seen before. And the source of this one is, is uh, contested. So I don't know who originated this one, and it's, it's actually been shared in different forms, but I like this version the best, so this is what I read to you. Life should not be a journey to the grave with the intention of arriving safely in a pretty and well-preserved body, but rather to skid in broadside in a cloud of smoke, thoroughly used up, totally worn out, and loudly proclaiming, wow, what a ride. Yes. That's what I want my eulogy to be like. I want people to celebrate my life when they're reading that at a memorial service and so forth. And gosh, it better be a memorial. I don't want a funeral. Um, it should be a celebration. Uh, and that's what I want my life to be like. I want it to be a celebration. Uh, whether today is my last day or if I've got 50 more years, it doesn't matter. I want it all to be a celebration. I want to skid in broadside in a cloud of smoke thoroughly used up, totally worn out, loudly proclaiming, wow, what a ride. And I hope you as a listener listening to a podcast that's titled Stuck on Purpose feels the same way. And so together, let's write our eulogies. In fact, I've gone ahead and started mine because if I'm going to preach this, I better walk the talk, right? So I wouldn't say this is finished yet. This is something I've just done today uh, as an example, as I've thought about this idea of writing a eulogy and making sure that I f am at a point where I feel free to die. And I'm not at that point yet, but because my life does not fulfill quite yet what I'm about to read to you. But I hope I'm most of the way there. And this is what it says. Jim Washock lived what mattered. He loved God and it showed in how he interacted with all people without exclusion. Throughout his career, regardless of title or who he was working with, Jim was a problem solver who sought to make everyone's job easier and better. Though Jim was naturally technically oriented, he went out of his way to listen to anyone's story and better understand their perspectives. Jim really cared about people and the experience of those he worked with or served. Outside of work, Jim was just as helpful and always willing to lend a hand with a move, a household chore, or a volunteer event. He enjoyed chatting with anyone and would happily offer guidance in uncertain situations if desired. He often spoke about his kids, how proud he was of them, and how he relished the flexibility of time that came with being an entrepreneur during his kids' formative years, despite the financial hardships that oftentimes came with being self-employed. Jim loved his wife. He was always supportive of her interests, especially that of being a stay-at-home mom, even when having a fluctuating single income as an entrepreneur meant he had to sacrifice many other desires and opportunities. One of Jim's favorite hobbies was putting together puzzles, and that interest carried over into the rest of his life. Jim was driven to connect what mattered for family, friends, and clients. He relished the opportunity to connect people who could benefit each other, connect friends with new jobs, prospects with solutions, even if they were not, even if those solutions were not offered by him family members with time-saving tools, and connect anyone with their purpose and ways to fulfill their purpose. So that is it. I could write more. Obviously, it was very short, much shorter than most eulogies and so forth, but I hope that will give you sort of a flavor of kind of what I had in mind. So, you know, out of there, I could, I had the themes of 
you know, I live what matter and through work and relationships, I like to connect what matters. Um, those I identified in the previous, uh, episode, episode two are being my motto and my occupational motto. Um, sort of how, what I want to be known for, how I should be summed up. And now you've just heard the sort of narrative that kind of wraps around that. So I ask you the question, what's your eulogy? What would it say? And is, and, and, and if you don't know yet, write it, start writing it out. It doesn't have to be perfect again. It doesn't even have to be the one that anyone's going to read someday. And it could certainly change. You can come back and revise it, right? You don't have to share it with anyone. Those certainly, I welcome you to share it because I think putting it out there publicly in writing or verbally or on video or so forth helps to cement it more in our own minds, helps to us to kind of process it more, and, and even helps our those that care about us to help hold us accountable to who we want to be. And you're welcome to share that with me. You can do so in the comments. Tweet me at Jim Washok. That's J-I-M-W-A-S-H-O-K. It's like Wash OK. You can find me on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at that address as well. Uh, Twitter's a, obviously many times the easiest, fastest way to reach me. Um, on Messenger, again, at Jim Washock. Uh, and I would love to hear what your, how you would draft your eulogy. But more importantly is once you've done draft that, how close is your life reflective of what you want it to be, who you want to be known for? And so then that will help you answer the question, are you free to die? Thank you very much, listeners, for listening in to episode three of the Stuck on Purpose podcast. Uh, certainly hope that you will comment, share your thoughts, go to the download the Anchor mobile uh, podcast app to record an uh, audio message and send it to me. Might include it in a future episode. Um, and of course, please, if anyone else sh- that you know, friend, family member, neighbor, fellow volunteer at some organization, whatever it might be, is expressed to you that they are not sure what their purpose is, what the meaning of their life is, how what they're supposed to be doing with their career, if their job just is kind of sucky, please forward this podcast on to them. Certainly would appreciate it. Don't do it for me. Do it for them because that's what matters. Have a great day.